Do we need? Do we care about music? We no. care about music. We care about music. I care about music. Let's fuck it. You we, put a bunch of music in yours that was from more than a year ago, and Mister. Then I, added music. I care about music. I change it to more <laughs> stuff from this year. I it. No, I didn't. <laughs> that's my list or Dave's list? This is Dave's list. Oh, yeah, DLC. Oh, no, that's my list. Uh, hold on. Go. Yeah, Go. it's reconnecting, so it was lagging a little bit. So I was doing albums. I wasn't doing individual songs. I was doing artists. I was doing albums. <laughs> we all doing songs because I can't. You're ever doing say albums, he's doing songs. I'm I like the artists. entirety of an album. <laughs> There's no album I like every single song on ever. Yeah, that I'm sounds pick, like a sad life. I'm just life. picking relevant artists. It's not a sad life. I literally pick and choose songs I like from albums and that's how I make playlists. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I think we all have... Are we moving on to music? Yeah, just because it's a short, quick one. Alright, music. Oh yeah, we all have... Category one. Because I'm just going to put it under... We're going to do it under artists okay. or artists slash albums of the year. Cause there's a good there's a good couple well, songs. Well, then I guess we've got our pick. <laughs> N- see, that's the thing. I I enjoyed All three of us damn. Contender. I enjoyed damn, but it wasn't my favorite album of the year. Mm-hmm. My favorite album was Gorillas, Humans. Gotcha. Did you write that? I did. It was right there. Yes, it is. Cause it's good. So you just have Gorillas and Kendrick. You don't have a third. Um. Weirdly, I want like I want to make the third one the newest Deers album, the Do second half. But I didn't like it as much as I liked the first half. I get that. So, Gorillas and Kendrick. I went with uh, Kendrick, Kesha, and Post Malone. Who's Post Malone? Post Malone. Post Malone is this ridiculous looking ice cream head motherfucker. Post Malone is a fucking G's who he is. Post Malone is right, this white dude. Don't need to know anymore. He's a fucking from G. Texas. He is a fucking G. Who was friends with some Minecraft YouTubers <laughs> that moved to LA. He literally had nothing to do. He graduated. So I moved to LA with y'all. He was just friends with some people that were making it big doing Minecraft YouTube. They blew up. He's literally drinking in their basement playing Guitar Hero and decides, I'm going to be a rapper. Except he didn't be a rapper. Except he did be a rapper. He didn't be a rapper. He became a bum ass singer. With he decided to tattoo his fucking face and get dreadlocks of all things. Okay, moving on to Nate's picks. Post Malone. Is Post a Malone G. is the white little yachty. That's who Post Malone is. He's a G. <laughs> Isn't little yachty? No, I'm thinking of somebody black, else. He's black. I was thinking Sprite about commercial. Somebody. Uh, yeah, that fucking dude. Oh my god. Who is Joiner Lucas? Jordan Lucas is a rapper who... And are they racist? No. Jordan Lucas is I a know rapper who Future is. I'm not a did come out with some pretty great stuff, but blew up on Facebook and YouTube recently for a video he made called I'm Not Racist, which is actually one of his songs on one of his albums. And the premise of the video, just to explain it, is it's a fat white guy sitting across from, you know, a black kid at a table in a big empty room. And the fat white guy's wearing, like, a MAGA hat and all this stuff. He's a Trump supporter, basically, and he's from down south and all this other stuff like that. The first verse starts off with the white guy. He's from Worcester! What? (laughs) Boston. (laughs) Yes. So, the white guy starts off, you know, and it's really Joanna Lucas rapping all the lyrics while they're just, you know, doing lip sync to it. But he starts off with all the typical problems. You know, you do this, you do X, Y, Z, you don't obey the cops, so on and so forth. And then it's Jordan Lucas's retort to that. Um, Basically a radical, basically a racist, a racial rhetoric song. Sort of the political back and forth over that. 
I didn't even enjoy it because of that. I enjoyed it because of how well the video was put together. First of all, very high production quality for someone with not a great deal of money to even do that. And Jordan Lucas's lyrical skill is up there with the likes of Childish Gambino and Logic, um, who I really like. So one of them is from. I me. think he has a potential to now because he's blown up with this be a big rapper, but hopefully doesn't get pigeonholed as a political rapper. <laughs> and then I pick Future, Mask Off, and Kendrick Lamar DNA. <laughs> and if you don't know Mask Off by now, you just don't like memes or something, I guess, because it's everywhere. <laughs> My third choice was, was Kesha. Because I like the message <laughs> in the praying song. It's very powerful. And if I catch it up from ride home from work, I feel like a fucking boss. Yeah, except you could just go back to old Kesha and listen to her first song about getting drunk at parties and passing out on toilets and shit. Passing out the jitter. <laughs> no, the song is about her and like dealing with her ex boyfriend, who was also like her producer, who forced her to sign this really shitty deal and made it so that if she wanted to go and do her own thing or break up with him, which she eventually did, that she wasn't allowed to produce music on her own. Yeah. And she's been stuck in this deal till it expired. She and this like is a the first, or some shit over there, the first she? music she's released on her own that she's been able to. And she immediately drops a fucking diss track on his ass. <laughs> I remember that deal. There was like a big thing about it, and I yeah, think she, she tried to get out of it, mm-hmm. kind of like Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. She bought her her way out of the American Idol deal because it was so bad. Yeah. So, Casha uh, tried to buy her way out of this deal, and uh, they they ruled it as constitutional. <laughs> she couldn't get yes. out of it. Which, if you're like a a teenage young adult pop star, get yourself a good fucking agent. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, don't sign don't sign without reading. You, you know, that's the entire point of having an agent. You pay somebody to read contracts for you. Yeah, read these terms of service. I just clicked yes. Well, now it says you're broke. Fuck! Can I click no? Dude, there's a we whole... We need that for gamers. We need gamer agents to read TV and like, use license that. agreements. With The Rock. The Rock. It's uh, Ballers. Yeah. Do you yes. ever watch that show? No. That shit's good on HBO. If you still got so. access? No, I'll get you no. access. I'm sorry. I'll figure it out. Hey, Ruth. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we, so we went I, over our music. We did music, we're, we're gonna go into games, it's just, I know you don't read comics, uh-uh. and you probably aren't as up to date on comics, because I put that on, on a comics. list as a possibility, but since nobody, yeah. okay, we'll just skip over I'm not very up to date on comics, I've been reading the same shit I've been reading. Uh, I will no. highly recommend to everybody to go check out Dark Knight's Metal, as well as the current miniseries, uh, Batman White Knight. Alright, we'll move on from comics and go on to... The most important, at least technically to us, uh, video games. Videos. Now I broke it down a lot more than you guys yes, did. Yes, you did. But um, you also play a lot more indies than we do. I do play a lot more indie games than you guys. Uh, Dave played at least four of these or three of these indie games. Yep. Now, yeah. Three. Yeah. Play three of them. No, I played. I played four. four of them. I own two of them. Three of them. You own. What do you own? Oh, you bought Human. On Xbox, I didn't buy it on PC yet. Oh, you gotta buy it on PC. I will. Buy that shit on PC. I will. Uh, so, okay, since we're already on there, I'll just bring up... Indie for, games! Indie games. PUBG. I've got PUBG, uh, which, again... It's technically AAA now, it's just not out yet. It, no, it's, it's not. It's still early not. Early access. I mean, if you call PUBG AAA, then Cuphead would technically be considered AAA. I guess. Um, so they are an indie developed... De- developer when that are being when backed the by a big one is company. in creation and they yeah. get bought by a AAA studio, then we can call it AAA. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Like Minecraft uh, is AAA now. 
It is. <laughs> the shitty versions that we have access to on Xbox, yes. The one that's on its own on Java is still a indie game, and I love it. And I hate that we can't do all the awesome things because certain people can't access their version of the Java game. Got PUBG. I think we all have PUBG at yes. somewhere on our list. Um, I recently, like literally just played Sexy Brutal. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a game where you are playing a character that has slight control over time. And you have to stop the murder of a handful of people. Uh, it's really fun. Nice. I highly recommend it. Uh, I got it in a, in a humble bundle. So. I'll have to check it out. Uh, Stick Fight the Game. <laughs> Nate and I played a little bit of this on Monday. By the way, <laughs> we didn't play every level. There are more levels oh, that we missed. Because it's all randomized. Because mm -hmm. I saw Game Grumps going through and playing some different levels that we never got to. And I'm like, oh, shit. the first time we played through, the, the levels seemed to follow themes. It seemed like it got back. Well, I mean, it, it themes to a certain mm -hmm. point and then switches themes. But it's one of those things where, like, I saw levels that I'm like, I've never seen this before. Really? And I've seen multiple different Let's Plays, and then obviously we played for the two hours oh or whatever. God. Stick fight the uh, game. It's so fun. It's fun. so simple. You're literally just a stick figure, picking up random weapons and either punching or shooting people. Uh, and then other things are happening in the world stages. Or if you're Chris, you pick up a gun, you don't fire a single bullet, you just chuck it <laughs> at somebody. <laughs> I, I love when I would get headshots by throwing a weapon at his head. Chris would literally pick up like an. A There's AK 47s in this game. Chris would pick one up, boom, throw it at me, like miss once, so pick one up, and then like headshot like, ah, me with it. Uh, <laughs> game that had been in, it was early access before, so I'd seen it a couple of years ago. Human Fall Flat, but finally actually launched this year. Uh, in added multiplayer, kinda. It's an alpha and it's really obnoxious. <laughs> I don't so know bad. whose fault it is because I was getting other people in my game yeah. fine, but you wouldn't. I think your your internet was being a dick Maybe. that night. The thing is, is I would spawn in and it would have us in the spawn load. It would have both of he us would in just the spawn location. Load. You would just be stuck in the air. And Chris was in the air next to me, but Chris swore he was moving around a little. I'm like, nah, I already beat the first saw, level. Then he saw me and he's like, well, you're moving around too. Are you pressing buttons? I'm like, yeah, I'm pressing buttons. I'm trying to get out of the air. He's like, you're not in the air. I'm like, I am in the air. Like, he would be in my world, loaded fine, standing there, walking around, doing stuff. And then on his screen, it was us just falling through the world still. We weren't even falling. We were just stuck. In not human fall flat, just human fall. Yeah, it was just human fall. Just human stuck. Human uh, stuck in the human air. And then what I will 100% give, uh, like as much fun as I had PUBG, I haven't been back to it in months. Neither have I. I love the shit, and I'm so, I, I am happy yeah. with the wait. I wish we could have gotten it earlier, <laughs> but I 100% would give Indie Game of the Year to Cuphead. Yeah. In my opinion. I probably would too. It's a hard fucking game. It's a beautiful game. I don't give a shit if you think it's racist because you're stupid and don't understand art styles. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I highly recommend every single one of those games. Um, what about you guys? Uh, well, you have to scroll up to see what I picked. <laughs> oh, hey. I see some Cuphead. Yes. So I definitely put Cuphead on my list. I put Cuphead on it not even because, yes, I enjoy it as a game. It's a genuinely enjoying and extremely frustrating game. But it's Frustrating. Really, he put the R on it that time. I did. I didn't hear it. But it's... I didn't hear it. I was being nice. <laughs> it's a game where the challenge makes the game worth it. It makes the game fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put it up there primarily because of the massive development task that was in front of 
I think two it's hand drawn animation. Yeah, it's hand drawn animation drawn frame by frame for this gorgeous game. Which then they decided to put extra content in. They could have stopped it at a boss rush game, but they decided to put actual levels and shit in it Eight. to put variety in the gameplay. Which, in Eight. all honesty, I think I would have been okay with even not having. Yes. I would have been happy with the boss rush game. Yes. the The thing is, is the art style is icing on the cake. The actual game design is the cake. And to put a game together so simplistic and that well made is kind of where games need to go back to. I was going to say, if Mega Man 11 came out and it was the difficulty level of Cuphead, I would be happy. I would too. I don't think it'll happen. It looks good I don't think it'll happen. I think it will be the difficulty level Mega Man has typically always been. What are you talking about? Old school Mega Man is fucking hard. Oh yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's... Hard in that it teaches you to play the game. Yeah. Which Cuphead also does in a way, but there's also way too much stuff on the screen like, at any given moment. Don't to play. Hey, you want to play on <laughs> diff- super difficult mode? Guess what? Just play with a friend. Yeah. You won't tell who's doing what. Um, try beating the Hildeberg boss fight one go. <laughs> I didn't beat it. I, I don't even know how far I got into it. All I know is that I enjoyed it, and I've got other people hooked on it. I know Damien yes. and Lou still. Are I addicted. watched uh, Speedrunner play it. And they played it on the latest patch on PC, which apparently tunes the difficulty. I'm not sure if it makes it harder or less difficult. I think it makes it harder. What? Wait. Did you just say? What did you say? Harder or less difficult. I could have sworn I said harder or less difficult. Less difficulty. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know. If you were going to a dark place there for a I don't know if it got harder <laughs> or, or spacey. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it gets harder or easier. I'm pretty sure it's harder now on PC. And he beat the entire game in one sitting without getting hit one time. That's fantastic. That's an achievement. In 50 minutes. That's Jesus. crazy. 58 minutes. Uh, That's ridiculous. Do you have any other... I know in honorable mentions we you have PUBG as well. Yes. Any other indie games that stood out to you this year? Uh, it's hard to determine which one. For me, the indie games I played didn't really come out this year. The indie games that I got into came out, like, last year or two years ago. Oh, uh, okay. So there really wasn't much to even put up there. Um, yeah, I definitely, I, I take advantage of, anytime I see a nice uh, nice uh, bundle through mm-hmm. Humble, or other people too, or just see nice I deals. I just need to get into Humble Bundle, because I, I haven't get a, bought a single one. So, so, so many games now. I uh, also picked up, on my list, RE7. We didn't, we're not doing regular games yet. We're just doing really just yeah, indies. Doing okay. Indies. I didn't know what you're doing. Dave, what indies do you Onward. have? I played this great indie game called World of Warcraft. God damn it! <laughs> All you have indie on here is PUBG. So indie. It's only got you know six million players. Six million. <laughs> no, I didn't play any indie games. Besides what you played with me, like in you, you've played. I didn't play any indie games. You played Turing Test. Yeah. You also. Played, I didn't play that any came out last indie year, games. Uh, Turing Test. Yeah, I did play that. Human Fall Flat. I did play that. Stick Fight. I didn't play enough to pick out a top three for this year. Yeah. Can we get to okay. real games? We can go to real games. To real games. PUBG, Resident Evil 7. No, PUBG is an indie Zelda. game. No, it's not. Yes, it's a it real is. Game. It's a what? It's a real game. Nah. I <laughs> like how, first of all, we had Indian AAA. Fake. Now you're just being insulting. Real and fake. Do you know what a real, <laughs> it, uh, an actual AAA release title is? Mario. I hate to tell you this. Uh, what's the, the colorful one? Fortnite. Yeah, Katamari Damacy. Fortnite, Fortnite is, is more a of a AAA release. game than PUBG. Fortnite is ass. Have Fortnite you is it? not ass. Fortnite is indie. Fortnite is not indie yet. Who released Fortnite? Epic. All right. What other games have Epic made, Dave? Gears of War. Yeah. They don't own that anymore. Yeah. 
Let's actually define AAA and Indie for a second here, so if you don't already know, which I don't know how you don't, um, AAA means that you are backed by a major publisher. Probably part of your studio, or all of your studio, is owned by that publisher. Indie means... Is Epic even anymore, though? That's the thing. Yeah. Did they just... I don't know. Chris. I feel like they made the break with Microsoft mm-hmm. and lost uh, Gears. Yeah. So they I mean, technically now are an indie I studio again. I guess you could call them an indie studio now. They, they're an indie studio with AAA chops is what they have, basically. Yeah. Um, That's why we'll never call PUBG a, a AAA title until yeah. they are fully backed by a yes. company. Whereas um, indie, studio, indie studios and indie games usually don't have a major publisher backing them. They're typically self-published um, through different services like what used to be Steam Greenlight and things like that. Thank God Steam Greenlight is gone. Um, no, it still exists. Oh, well, thank God In Digital Homicide is gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the major difference between the two. Moving on. So, Dave, what actual AAA game? No, if you want, we can now do our actual, like what you want to pick for Game of the Year. I'm not calling them Indie or AAA. They're just my Games of the Year. Okay. PUBG, Resident Evil 7, Breath of the Wild. Okay. PUBG because I don't think I played any other game as much as I played PUBG. Resident Evil 7 because it was such a fresh take on Resident Evil. I enjoyed the fuck out of that game. I played it so much that I coached Nate through it. You beat that game multiple times. I beat it multiple times times on several difficulties. And got every achievement. And then Dave started walking me through the rest of the game because I was too much of a baby to play by myself. <laughs> Breath of the Wild, while it was a small impact on my total gaming year, it was a big impact as far as quality. Um, I knew probably after playing for about two hours, I knew that it was going to be a good game. GG. I didn't know it would be one of the best games of the year, but I continued to play it, and I, I'm satisfied with how much I played. I played like 30 hours of it. And while I didn't beat it, I got my enjoyment out of it. I got what I wanted to get out of it, and then I sold my Wii U. No. Switch U. Yes. Switch U. Nate? So, I did RE7 as well. The reason I did RE7 was much for the same reason Dave did. I didn't play it multiple times because that game required a lot of investment from me. (laughs) Um, As a lot of spoopy games do. Spoopy! Um, Too spoopy. But the reason that I liked RE7 so much is for me, it was the point where I realized someone on Capcom, like, grabbed a shovel, dug their head all the way out of their ass, and realized, hey, we used to make horror games. And they made one. <laughs> instead of action games that have slightly instead racist of this, Instead of coming up with this bullshit reasoning where they said, well, we just want our games to appeal to a wired audience. Your wider audience was everyone who used to play Call of Duty thought they could play Resident Evil. I played co-op with some of those people. Guess what? They can't play Resident Evil. <laughs> um... So, yeah, just don't ever again. Resident Evil 7 was what Resident Evil should be and needs to continue to be for a very long time. And it kept all the typical Resident Evil elements. It wasn't just a horror story that was separate from the Resident Evil universe. It was in the Resident Evil universe and made sense in that universe. It was still about crazy viruses and big monsters and ridiculous guns that make absolutely no fucking sense for some reason. (laughs) Yes and special coins and collecting and puzzle solving and generally staying alive for monsters who can kill you for bullshit and herbs and lots and lots of herbs so many herbs the game is so dank 420 <laughs> so dank. plays it YOLO <laughs> Resident Evil 420 <laughs> 420 it's um, just herb collecting it's animal it's a fucking pocket animal crossing yes and then I picked game of the year 
Breath of the Wild because mobile game of the year. If you were going to play an open world game oh, and you had never <laughs> played an open world game before, um, I would suggest playing Breath of the Wild first. It's like everything that it's like everything that should be in open world games done yes. right. It's done right. It's done on a reasonably sized map for one, which is what I appreciate the most about open world games. The other thing I appreciate is that while Legend of Zelda does guide you along a path, there are so many things in the world where you're going to look at and you'll be like, ooh, what is that over there? Not only that, it's, ooh, what's that over there? I can go there, I can climb it. Yes, I can climb it, I can go there, I can do things I have on stuck it. my dick in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and it is also a Legend of Zelda game that I feel like had finally a comprehensive narrative that I could understand. Yeah, that, tell that to some people. Some people think that that has one of the worst storylines. And I'm like, it's fantastic. It's got you a stupid. great storyline. You understand the storyline from basically the time you start playing the game. <laughs> I mean, what's there not to understand? That's what I don't get. You know, I what? do like the new DLC that's coming. I the like the look of the The biggest new DLC. issue that also people have <laughs> is that, oh my god. <laughs> I, you know what the worst part about it is, though? You can't get it until you beat everything. Dirt bike. Um... <laughs> So, I literally only have two things on my list for a game of the year, uh, and it's just because I haven't... Uh, PUBG could have been up there. And no, it, I don't even think PUBG would have been up there. I enjoyed it, but I didn't find it anywhere near as entertaining, and it didn't grasp me anywhere near as much as it had you, Dave, or even Nate, probably, to that. It's literally, for me, it, it's between Zelda and Mario. In Mario, I think it does heavily rely on the fact that it is one of the most nostalgic pieces of gaming that I have ever played because it pulls from decades of video games and just makes you have all of the fucking feels like all of the fucking feels uh even in like the the climax of the game you just it it brings upon memories from every game before have you beaten it yet odyssey yeah no Alright. I had to stop playing it. For How some far time. did you get into it? How many I am It's not the moons, it's just who was the last boss you fought? It? Have you fought Bowser for the last time? No. Okay. Fuck. I hate that I can't talk about certain things about the game. <laughs> um there's just so much to it in Did even... Luigi show up yet? No. He doesn't. I I can dress like him. He doesn't show up. I can dress like But you can dress so You can literally buy Luigi's clothes and just dress You can, you can buy Luigi, Luigi Waluigi, Wario. Oh, uh, man, I'm playing this entire game as Waluigi. They're exactly what Ray did. Um, <laughs> from that, you know what I did? I saved 999, there are 9,999 coins. Oh, so, like, no, fuck that. So I could run around as the skeleton. Oh, yeah. You can buy a skeleton skin. I'd like to boo. Uh, oh, that would be cool. Um... Yeah, it could be Dry Bones Mario. Yeah, as in... See, and even just thinking about now, it makes me just want to put Legend of Zelda number one, though. Like, as much as I love Super Mario and everything about it, like level design and just the different aspects that they've added to it, like, I would lo- I'd would be okay if the next game was just Super Mario Iliad, yeah. uh, where you got to use the hat again. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. no, I, I mean, but, le- yeah, Legend of Zelda, it... It takes what everybody said they loved about... About Zelda. Well, no, I was going to say about uh, Ocarina of Time and actually made it what you thought it was when you were a kid. In your mind, mind, thinking back 
Ocarina of Time is this massive open world game, and then you go back and you're like, oh wow, it takes like two minutes to get f- to everything. Yeah. In Legend of Zelda, it literally takes, I don't know, how it can long? Take you from one corner of the map to the other? From one corner of the map to the other, I actually did this. I traveled from one end of the, end of the map to the other, as fast as I could, mind you, like doing rock tricks and all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. Just to get across. Took me legitimately like an hour and a few minutes so all right maybe you weren't the greatest at traveling but i'm no, just I'm saying not. in general <laughs> it can take you a while it's not like fuel what is that game that you have to the achievement from getting one time one place one corner to the other is that fuel uh give me fuel give me fire give me but yeah it's drama. it's there's so much and they're still they've added so much more yes um and i know a lot of people are at the point right now because it literally just came out and there mm-hmm. are people that have already beaten everything to it I'm like yeah, those are people that literally sit for hours and do nothing but it, but mm-hmm. play that. Yeah. Like I saw a live stream the other or earlier today that it was like four hours and he beat the entire expansion, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, cool. You're somebody that does nothing but play these kind of yeah. games. For people that are just enjoying them, it's yeah. not going to take well, them four hours. For me, it combined elements of all. It really combined elements of all the Zeldas that everybody loved from the past. I mean. You have the Does everybody love Beetle. Well, you have the exploration of, for example, Link to the Past. You have that kind of well, Link to the Past and Wind Waker to an extent. You have the ability to go where you want at any given point and find interesting things there. The world is full of stuff. Well, and it's even find. one of those things. It's a game that gives you the option once you've explored certain places. It gives you the option to warp. So yeah. you don't have to constantly be exactly. traveling everywhere, Fast but you don't. In open world games you are don't important. always want to do that no. because you just find so much, and it's not even like well, you found also, an item, you found a uh, money. It's yes, you it's, found this weird interaction that you wouldn't expect. Oh, you jumped on a bridge. This guy's going to tell you not to commit suicide. Yes, <laughs> it's the brilliant way in which they did the warp points to begin with. Is yes, every temple is a warp point. But also, the way they just did the towers. Hmm. People normally complain about what Ubisoft does know. Every Ubisoft game has some kind of tower to discover that unlocks part of the map. Fucking the crew had this, alright? You had to drive to a satellite dish and synchronize with it to unlock part of the fucking map. And you have to do the exact same thing in Breath of the Wild, but nobody complains. The reason nobody complains in Breath of the Wild is, one, they put the towers in interesting fucking places. They are near things, and they... And some of them are actually difficult to climb. Some of them are difficult to climb, so it presents a challenge. The other thing they did is put the towers so high in the fucking air that you can see the shit that you're actually discovering to begin with. So when you see Hey, you're at the top of this watchtower that's only about a foot higher than the world. The most annoying thing about Assassin's Creed is you would climb up a tower, you would synchronize with it, the camera would spin around, and you're going, wait a second, none of the shit I can actually see is in my line of sight. Let me jump down to the ground, and now I've forgotten where it is. That was how you discovered stuff in Assassin's Creed. Zelda shows you where you can go. It shows you interesting things to discover. And the other thing that it does is it pays off. It pays off so much every time you find something new in the game. A lot of payoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A whole lot. I mean, fighting shit like White Lionels. Fucking Lionels in general. Yes. I mean, that to me is better than most of the boss fights in the damn game. No, I mean, it's harder than mo- any of the boss yes. fights in the game, in my opinion. But it's it's rewarding. You get good weapons off the Lionels. You get fucking awesome stuff every time you beat one. And you get crafting materials. Yes. So, that in and of itself, I mean... How do you game, add Minecraft to Legend of Zelda? Because then I play nothing but it. Yes. The game presents you with challenges, and those challenges pay off in big ways. If they continue that trend with their downloadable content, this well, could this be... Well, this is all. That's all they're doing. Oh, okay. 
well, if they do it with this next piece of downloadable content, which I think they will, um, yeah, I mean, it's game. It's definitely game of the year content already. It's even more so with the with the DLC. Yeah, and I, I'm excited to see what they decide to do with Legend of Zelda past this at this point. And please, especially because it's. <laughs> are you? About, what are you about to say? I have to ask Nintendo fans around the world: stop comparing this game to Skyrim. Now that it's on the Switch, they are nothing alike. <laughs> yeah, this is so much better than Skyrim. Um, <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Todd's uh, gonna pay you a visit. <laughs> hey man, I love you, but why don't you put out a new game instead of releasing the same game over and over and over and over? He wants to see how many co- brand new copies of Skyrim he can sell so many years later. He can sell as many as he wants. I I haven't bought it because I will never play it on the Switch because my Switch I. is a. It's either on my main. It's either on my TV or in my lap while I'm watching. I won't TV. play with the Switch because I want to stand in my living. I want to stand in my bedroom doing this because that's what I'm gonna do. That's because you play weird. I play dual wielding dude. That's not how it's going to work. Yeah, two dicks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, four. Tip. You can do four. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta figure out the middle out. Tip to tip efficiency. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right. So, really, the only thing left on our list was DLC, but that I don't know. We can mention it. Yeah. I mean, I think I just have a straight up favorite. Uh, did you actually play the standalone? Dishonored DLC? I don't think I even did. No, but I own it. I do too. Mm-hmm. I well, pre-ordered it and I never touched it. I did play Comrades a bit in Final Fantasy XV. Comrades. Which has a very Monster Hunter-esque feel to it. <laughs> um, but it is it maintains the core Final Fantasy XV gameplay where it's warp to stuff and smack it a lot. Boy band? Yep. But here's the great thing is you can make your own boy band. Or you can make it a girl band. Or you can make it a something in between band. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. You oh, Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm thinking it's one thing, but it's another thing. Also, it doesn't let you make ugly people. <laughs> doesn't? It does not let you make an ugly character. Well, nobody wants to see an ugly boy band. I mean, you could try so hard. It's like Final Fantasy has so something far, against But ugly in the end, end it doesn't, doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, I forgot to put announcements. It's just impossible to make an ugly character in Final Fantasy 15. I don't know how, but it is. Where's my DLC? Do I not have my DLC? Yeah, 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 yeah. I put Death of the Outsider because it just looked fucking awesome. I think my favorite DLC that's been added so Moira. far this year is... No, I enjoyed Moira. Mm-hmm. Fucking the Transform races. Oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto, sure, they keep adding all these really fun cars, but they put in a game type that's you get to do races, swapping between all the different vehicle types, and some of them are the higher-end vehicles that you wouldn't really have access to unless you... Unless spent you way too much money. Dollars or spent way yeah. too much money on shark cards. Uh, and I've only bought two shark cards. I haven't bought any shark cards. I've grinded for every dollar in that game. Well, <laughs> wild tokens are the equivalent of shark yeah. cards. Yes, I but have a no shark card is you spending money for in-game currency. What a wild think? token has to go in the fucking auction house. One and two can be redeemed for other stuff. Yeah, okay. you can't redeem a shark card for shit, but GTA money, and you can't ever get like there's nothing to get back once you get a shark card. Yeah, you, you just can't get in-game cash money. out. No, technically, you can spend the money to get stuff that makes it so it's easier to make more money. Well, yeah, yes, maybe. that's true. I no, I mean the mo the the, the mobile command. Well, I was gonna say the bunker, the owning a company, owning the yes, your the own command center, all the business club require and a massive amount of investment to start up. Yeah, and then you still you can make and then your money. You just back sit there. Faster. You sit there and keep running your business because the business time expires eventually, and you have to run it a bunch to make your investment. Back. Money, 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 money. Uh, 
Dave, do you have a favorite DLC of the year? Yes, I do. What I would picked... it be? I'm, I'm trying. Is it going to be Frank Rising? It's being an asshole. No, it's not Frank Rising. Frank Rising's on the list. Because is Frank it Cobalt's Rising... and Catacombs? It is. I had a feeling. Didn't Frank... that just came out? Yes. Just come out? It came out this two days ago. Yeah. It came out yesterday. It came out yesterday because my, my Blizzard page, when I launched WoW, said, last chance to pre-purchase, and I was like, Fuck you, Hearthstone. I'm playing one out. <laughs> Here is the best thing. I'll talk a little bit about the, the two runner-ups and then the Hearthstone. Well, don't talk about Death of the Outsider because none of us have played it. It just looks amazing. Frank Rising More is sneaky the way that Dead Rising 4 should have been from the start. Harder difficulty with a timer. That's oh, the best okay. part. Frank Rising was the like basically the this is how it should have been DLC. It was included in the Deluxe Edition. Um, it's available separately for like for like 10 bucks. Isn't there a new one coming out? There is two DLCs. Like there's Frank's a previous one and then like there's that. Frank Rising. The reason why Frank Rising is the one you want to buy is because it actually takes place right where the story leaves off. The other one is like mini golf. It's just bullshit. No, that's a standalone game, I thought. No, the mini golf is a bullshit. I don't know. It's a fun game. I've seen it. Whatever. Uh, the winner for DLC and the, the my, and honestly, I've only been playing it for a day, but it it could like knock out a game out of my, my top three for game of the year. Really? Because of one game mode, and you want to listen because it's important. If you have haven't listened to anything so far, listen oh, to this. Oh, is it the okay? It's the dungeon runs. Dungeon runs are single player, you versus the AI, and there's zero barrier to entry. The problem with Hearthstone is if you want to play competitive, if you want to play ranked or casual, the barrier to entry is your card pool. If you want to play arena, you have to buy an arena ticket for 100 gold, 150 gold. Mm-hmm. The barrier to entry is gold, which you can get from dailies, but also is tied to your card pool. You earn gold faster if you have more cards because you have everything mm-hmm. you need. Um, I saved gold. I bought, I pre-purchased 50 packs. I bought 50 more packs with in-game gold. I have not played a single game of Constructed. Which is the reason why I bought all the packs. <laughs> all I've played is the new Dungeon Run. Oh, wow. To play Dungeon Run is free. You select one of the nine classes. You get a starter deck of ten cards. It's always the same ten cards. And then you get thrown into scenarios. There are eight straight challenges, boss fights, that you have to face. The first two or three are easy. Every time you win... You pick from a selection of a bucket of cards. So you start with your starter deck that you always get. You play the first boss. If you win, you get a treasure, which are these very powerful, overpowered cards that can be board clears, they can be effects, they can be weapons, they can be abilities. One of the treasures is a 10-mana card that literally says, Cast Pyroblast randomly until someone dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Pyroblast is a card that does 10 damage. So literally... So it's it, only going to hit you twice. Well, it depends. Well, it depends. depends. Because the, the health are, is, is yeah. weird. Because it's, it's Dungeon Run. Dungeon Run is roguelike Hearthstone. Every time you load it up, it's going to be different. It's going to be unique. You pick a person, but their you cards are always class, different. You pick a class, the 10 cards you get are always the same. The starter cards. But what they have... But, no, their decks, oh, really? their decks are generally the same as well, but there's about 50 different enemies, and you only get eight. Oh, wow. So even to experience every enemy would take a minimum of, like, it would be a minimum of five dungeon runs, and actually it would be a minimum of six dungeon runs, 
and they're going to repeat. It's like not trying gonna... to see all the scenes for Star Tours. Yeah, you're not going to see <laughs> all of the fights your first time through. Some of them are going to repeat, and that's okay. Some of them are unique. There's one that's just a free win. The The boss you fight, her name is AFK. AFKAY. Oh, oh and she just sits there and does nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. It's just a free win. If you get that, you get lucky. Um, there's one... They're all of these like basically badass single-player encounters. Besides that one. Besides that <laughs> one. Um, with really unique abilities and really unique hero powers. And every time you win, you get to pick a unique treasure, which there are like at least 25 of. And you get to pick a bucket of cards. Oh, so, wow. for example, a, a dungeon run will go like this. You start. You get revealed your first boss. It tells you before you start what their hero power does because they're all custom. None of them are generic, regular hero powers. They all do something unique. So you find out what's unique about their hero power. You try to think about how you're going to play against it. You choose your class, step one. That's the class you're stuck with for your entire dungeon run. So let's say I pick Rogue. It's a bad example because I haven't played any rogue. <laughs> I'll pick warrior. So I get my ten warrior cards. One of them is like a fiery war axe. One of them is like a heroic strike. Mm. There's a handful of minions. Some of them are enraged minions, which is good when they take damage, they get stronger. So I get my little basic ten card enraged deck with a weapon. I play the first boss. It's a giant rat. I beat the rat. He's only got ten life. The next boss, I'll probably have fifteen. The next boss will probably have twenty. By the time you get toward the end... Like, some of the bosses have, like, 80 or 90 health. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, casting Pyroblast, you'd have to hit way more than two times. <laughs> yes. But you can also hit yourself. Yes. So. Say I beat the rat. I get a treasure. I pick a really unique treasure, a weapon that restores health to my hero when I swing it. That gets added to my deck. Hmm. That is in my deck for the next seven fights. I keep it. It's not, like, one-time use. Then I pick a bucket. So you get left bucket, middle bucket... Right bucket. And these are selections of cards which you then add to your deck. Some of them can be legendary. Some of them can be removal. They can have themes. The roguelike aspect is building your deck, which is different every time. So every time you win, you build a more unique deck. Every time you advance, enemies get harder. And this game, like I said, <laughs> is free. You can have a basic Hearthstone account that's just completed the tutorial with zero extra cards... Mm -hmm. And you can play Dungeon Run, and there are no restrictions. Yep. You don't need all the cards. You don't need to spend gold. You can literally try every single card in the game if you get it offered to you as a reward in a bucket. Yep. So I am really loving it. And I'll be streaming some of it more than likely this weekend because awesome. I'll be snowed in. You yes. won't be snowed in. But I love Dungeon Run. Yeah, well, it's a great way to get people into the game, definitely. It is... I mean, I have Hearthstone, and you've helped me out with it. I just... I refuse to play it anymore. <laughs> Dungeon Run do is, hands down, it? it's the best thing that they've done. It's not even because I'm not good at it. It's because unless I have Dave sitting there with me, basically holding my hand and telling me what moves to make, yes, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> and I don't see any room for improvement. Dungeon Run is the best thing that they've done since the game, since Hearthstone has existed. So do you think that's going to be your number, your, your your actual game, your personal? Yeah, give it another month. Yeah. That's, um, that's funny. All right, so that's funny. Yeah, that's, I wanted to bring it. That's so funny. one of the last things I did have on there, and I'm not sure. I don't think either of you put it on. Uh, was anticipated games for next year? And this is more not so much of what's going to be the most anticipated because fuck that. Who cares? Pokemon tournament. Uh, fuck that. That's already <laughs> out. Tournament. 
Um, I have on my list. Uh, originally, I just had Michael Sarah playing Shaft. Yeah, you know it. Um, Pokemon for Switch and Metroid Prime Four. Neither of those are coming out next year. If they do, I would be amazed and be like, "Oh fuck, you've been fucking with us, Nintendo. You've had this shit just waiting." <laughs> uh, last night, as of recording, was the Game Awards, so we actually got a couple of announced games for next week or next year. But before the Game Awards, something that Dave and I are both excited about, and I, are you excited in any way for this? Yes. Yes, we are all excited about Tomb Raider. New Tomb Raider is coming. And Square Enix, instead of releasing any kind of footage, any kind of trailer or anything whatsoever, put out a tweet. Put out a tweet of a picture of text. They literally says, put the internet on notice. Square Enix is excited to share some big news with Enix. A, it, Enix, whatever. It's excited to share some big news Screenix. with you for next or next year. Honestly, we wish you could share it with you right now, but we're taking a new approach to this time. Approach this time. I can't talk today. A uh, new Tomb Raider game is coming, you driven by our goal of putting our f- fans first. We want you to know that it won't be very long between the official reveal and when you can play. The fact that they are planning on releasing it that quickly mm-hmm. makes me really happy. Yeah, they're doing a Fallout 4. The thing that's a yeah. big joke to me, though, <laughs> the thing that makes this all hilarious is what has Square Enix been working on for so long that everybody wants? This? No, what do you want the most from them? Okay, you have to understand, Square Enix is not just one one group. The people that work on Tomb Raider are not the same people that are working I on Kingdom Hearts. That. I'm just yeah, saying, Tomb Raider is like Crystalline yeah. Studios. Think Crystal of, Dynamics, right? Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Yes, I'm just saying. Think of if you didn't know that. If you were just your run of the mill gamer, like a lot of people are. Who don't pay attention to this new, who aren't in this and, and that, just hear that and you'd be like, this. Why aren't you working on King Exactly. Marks? I expect, I don't really expect, but I expect some people to stupidly say sometime tomorrow in some Reddit thread somewhere deep in the internet somewhere, Why are they working on Kingdom Hearts? So yeah. here's. What, what are you doing? Moving my feet. Here's the thing Square Enix. 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 I say Enix, whatever. Squeenix. Squeenix. Squirks. What did it, it used to be Squaresoft Square. and. Squaresoft and Enix. Yeah. Squeenix. Squeenix. Um, they finally, this year, put a release year on Kingdom Hearts 3. Everybody that was complaining that they keep pushing it back and pushing it back have no ground to stand on until just this year. I was upset just because it was taking so long. It wasn't even that it was being delayed. They slapped a year on it. They put next year on it? They put 2018. Yeah. They slapped 2018 for Kingdom Hearts 3. Whether or not that happens, I have no idea. Really, the game that I want the most right now Last for next Guardian. year... Oh, God. They never put it... They should never have announced that game until, like, a week before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they... Uh, I was going to say, right now, the game that I'm most excited about got pushed back again. And that's Far Cry 4. Or Far Cry 5. Uh, just because I, I thoroughly enjoy Far Cry games. But, like you said, you haven't even played this, the second Tomb Raider game. Now we have, hopefully, a year. You think it'll be a, a fall release? Like a holiday release? Like everything? Like a bigger title? Or? Yeah, it could be. Who knows? It might be a random March release. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any game that you're super excited about next year, Nate? Um, yes, but I can't remember a lot of them at the moment. I'm super excited for, Ninte- for Nintendo. For January, for Nintendo I'm to do their to Nintendo Direct. I'm excited to play Bayonetta 2 because I have a Nintendo console. There you go. 
Um, I'm excited that Bayonetta 2 might lead to a Bayonetta 3. It is. So Bayonetta 3 got announced at the same time. Bayonetta 3. Amazing. Dave, what about you? I'm sorry, Um, what? Upcoming games? Yeah, for next year. Anything that really stands out for you? Upcoming. I mean, I'm always excited to see what the newest Call of Duty is, but that is until the end of next year. I know you are. I had an idea in my head. Is it a baby with a thumbs up? Coming out of your esophagus? No. Oh, Soul Calibur 6. Oh, fuck yeah. Forgot about that again. Yeah, Soul Calibur. Um, Soul Calibur looks good. Um, I'm excited for Halo 6. Hopefully we'll get something about it next year. I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for an upcoming Halo game. I want to see them conclude that in a meaningful way. As far as games I'm excited for for next year. Um, shit. There's got to be at least a couple. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel Red like... Red Dead. That is next year, Red isn't Dead it? Red Dead 2, yeah. yeah. That put that on my list. Alright. Where your character will still die at the end. And you will have... No, you your online cards, character will do whatever. Shark cards for wild Nah, friends. man, there'll be coyote cards. Coyote cards. Oh, man. Coyote coins. Wolf cards. You start with wolf and you go like coyote... Oh, that's right. Arctic wolf. Wild animal cards. Yeah. Because <laughs> Arctic wolves lived in, you know, fucking Mexico of all places. They're cold In ones. the winter, when Jeez. it's cold, no. they live where they you want. You know where they live? They live in the Arctic, where it's cold all the time. <laughs> Listen here, I'm going to give you I a polar bear you. card. Do you know what the biggest <laughs> desert in the world is? The Arctic. There you go. But it's a cold desert. It's still with desert. Wolves. With Arctic wolves. They're called Arctic wolves for a reason. They're Arctic wolves in <laughs> Like, the if morning. I call a wolf a space wolf, guess where that wolf lives in space? <laughs> Solar system wolf! <laughs> Solar system wolf. With laser eyes. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Talk. What does Pig do? Produced by Dick Wolf. Pig, Next week. Pig gives uh, laser eyes. Why? Oh, God. I missed that. Uh, next week, we will actually be picking some of our game or game in other of the year for 2017. Yeah, those are nominations that you got today. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll have some winners. Game of the Year is going to be a national conversation because I don't think all of us <coughs> just agree on one thing. That'll take some time. Deliberation. Watch The Good Doctor. Watch The Good Doctor. Watch Doctor Who. Watch both Doctors. Watch a lot of things. Uh, you can follow us all. At spacetimetaco.com. That's where we at. At spacetimetaco on Twitter. Subscribe to us on spacetimetaco Space Time on Twitch, uh, Facebook, and all that wonderful doodads. As always, I have been Chris, aka Time Lord Burrito. Darth Dave eighty nine. And little Teapot eighty nine. Go inside and play video games. Deuces. No, that's not the word. Do the thing. Peace. <laughs>